Think about it this way. If you could have a situation where you had a million people who believed in you and followed you, or you had a million dollars, which would you prefer to have? Well, the currency of attention is something that has, is definitely under that perspective, under that, that lens is super way more valuable than the million dollars. Welcome back to the Money Mindset Mentoring Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hamoon, Triple M Nation. I'm so excited to get on to our second episode. And this episode is a really important episode to me because this is one of the hardest lessons I learned in business and one of the things that I got completely backwards. You know, I'd been in uh, sales consulting for so long. I started back in 1993. When I say so long, I'm only 48. So for you people who are over me, I mean, you probably look at this saying, man, so long, really? But when I look at the, the time that I spent as a consultant, one of the things I always honed on was sales, sales, sales. How do we become more effective at selling? How do we manage the sales opportunity? How do we make sure that we are peppering in at the right time, saying the right things, listening to our clients, pulling out the needs of our clients, making sure that we're matching what the needs that's important of our clients. So, uh, you know, as we, as we did that, I really honed in on sales. Well, I was completely wrong. And it took till now, it probably took from 1990, I think it was 97 to 2023 for me to figure out that I was wrong. And where was I wrong? Sales is the most important thing in your business. So you're probably thinking, well, of course, operations in. Wrong too. Operations definitely is something that's important. You get operations wrong, you could have a license to lose money in ways that you could know, uh, you could not possibly imagine. Totally agree with that. But when you're looking at growing your business, sales is certainly one of the most important things to have. But the most important thing to have in your business is marketing. And, and most people go, well, of course that's the case. Well, I didn't think about that. I always thought it was sales. It was the actions that I would do to then grow my business. But I didn't realize that those actions were so limiting because I only had me in front of one person. That's how I was growing was one person at a time, one company at a time, rather than growing at a relationship of a one to many. And that's where marketing is so incredibly to, incredible to blow up your business in a way that you never thought possible was to have that one-to-many relationship is by growing through marketing. So today, what I want to do is get out your pens, get out your paper, you know, get out those notebooks, make sure that you rewind and, 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 and dial in because we're going to walk away with some really key items to be able to help you focus on your marketing so you don't get stuck like I did for 20 years of doing the wrong thing and focusing on just sales and not focusing on marketing. Of course, operations, most important part of the business because if you can't produce, you're not gonna retain clients, you're not gonna stay sustainable, you certainly are not gonna have profit. But today, this is all focusing on revenue and how do we grow our revenue. So the first thing is that when we look at, at, at uh, marketing, why is marketing so important? Well, because money follows attention. If nobody knows you, they cannot support your business. Now, if you're reaching out to them and cold calling, like maybe what I was doing, picking up the phone and talking to tons of people, hey, you know, let's get together. Hey, let's get together. Hey, let's get together. That is actually a function of marketing. It's just a bootstrap way of doing marketing. Is that one-to-one -one reach out, that one-to-one -one reach out. There's nothing wrong with it. And the cold call is not dead. It is something that is still practiced today. I still do cold calls to businesses today because I still think it's a very important way to, to reach out and, and talk to people who don't know about you. 
Because once your client starts to do business with you, they're not on the new client list anymore. They're not on the, they're not a lead anymore. They're an existing client. They've crossed the chasm. They are now in your network. Your job is to go find more people and keep on filling up that volume of people that you're doing business with so your business can sustain constant growth. And so money follows attention. That is the first thing you need to write that down. Money follows attention. You need to get attention. Get out there. Get known. You do not want to be living in obscurity. Obscurity is where your business will die. You could have the best pizza parlor. You could have the best cocktail. You could have the best equipment. You could have the best everything. But if nobody knows you, they cannot support your business. You've got to get out of obscurity. You have to get to omnipresence as fast as possible. If you're at the omnipresence level that everybody knows you, you're like the, the Tesla of the worlds. And, uh, you know, that's an that's a spot where you're not like competing. You are dominating in your space. You are the leader in your space and people, your competitors will look to you to tell them the direction of the way their business is going. The second thing is, is, you know, a lot of times what we can do with our business, we always try to focus on being the best. Well, I can tell you, if you're looking at blowing up your business and growing as fast as possible, being the best isn't as good as being the best known. And, 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 some might argue with that. Say, well, no, no, no. I got to make sure it's perfect. Got to make sure, you know, every detail, every I's crossed, every T's, you know, done. And and I can tell you, there's 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 some, you know, companies out there uh, that make hamburgers, and those hamburgers are maybe not the best hamburgers. Maybe they are. Maybe I'm, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let you decide. But there's companies out there that make hamburgers that sell them by the millions. And, uh, and they might not be as good at that mom and pop shop down the street, but the reason why they sell them at the millions is because everybody knows them, whatever language you're speaking in, they know that, uh, that franchise and that franchise does extremely well. So being the best known always beats the best. The next thing is, is when you're doing stuff, you're saying, okay, great. I'm going to go out and start making stuff like what I'm doing today. You know, my assumption is that nobody's going to watch this video. My assumption is that nobody watches it because if I assume that nobody watches it, then I can put up more content and I can put up more content. And I don't have to focus on perfection. I can focus on getting the rhythm, getting the, the learn, the muscle habit, the muscle memory of becoming good at what I'm doing. You know, as you can see, this is the second podcast that we have. And it being the second podcast, that's cool. There's going to be things you're like, oh my gosh, this guy just rambles on. And that's okay because this is the second podcast. Right. Once we get to the 200th podcast, you're thinking, man, this is pretty cool. And that's why it's going to be really fun to be part of this journey, because I'm just like you guys. I'm just trying to build, trying to grow. I'm not some billionaire that's untouchable. You know, I, I mean, some of them, you know, still are touchable. But the thing is, is I'm in that place of growth, just like you right beside you. And so you're going to watch the things that I'm going to do. And you're, you're going to be watching there and judging me and saying, man, that was terrible. Good. I'm glad that you saw that that was terrible because I'm going to keep on making it better and better and better. So the thing is, assume nobody's watching it. Maybe somebody's coming back five years from now, just like maybe when you try to dig up those old episodes of Mr. Beast and see what do those first few episodes look like? Even when Mr. Beast was on Joe Rogan, he was talking about how terrible his episodes were at the very beginning. They were awful. And, and you know, he was hoping that nobody at school would find out about these things because they were just so bad. Look at him now. He's doing extremely well. And so if you know, assume that nobody does it and nobody watches it, um, you know, that's going to make it so good. Now, we talked a little bit about the name of this podcast and the name of the podcast being the uh, the the money, uh, the, the mindset, the mentoring podcast. And the money portion of it is talking about the currency and the currency we're talking about when it comes to marketing is attention. 
Attention is a form of currency and you need a lot of it flowing through your business. You need a lot of attention because it is the most valuable currency. Think about it this way. If you could have a situation where you had a million people who believed in you and followed you, or you had a million dollars, which would you prefer to have? Well, the currency of attention is something that is, is definitely under that perspective, under that, that lens is super way more valuable than the million dollars. I would hope that all of you listening to this would see the differences in the value of that and how you can take that a million dollars and you a million, uh, you know, people who are paying attention to you and, and being able to move that into something that's, that's massive. Um, the other thing is, is when you, when you start to succeed and you start to do certain things, what you really want to do is you want to repeat those. I mean, nothing worse is doing something great than doing it once and now it's done. The best thing is doing something great over and over and over again. You know, when we look at fighters in the UFC and we can see somebody's an undefeated champ for, you know, nine fights, or we can see somebody in, in Muay Thai, you know, had 300 fights and, and was undefeated for 200 of them or something like that. You know, that that is so impressive because they keep on going to the bat and they keep on winning. And when they go up to the bat and they lose and then they come back, when you can see a champ takes retakes the title that they once lost, man, that's pretty cool too because they, they went back in, they rediscovered what it took for them to be successful. They went back to bat and they did it and they repeated success. Repeat success, keep on doing it because the thing is, is maybe the first time it's not going to hit, maybe the second time it's not going to hit, but the third, fourth or fifth time, that could be the time. Maybe it's the hundredth time. You know, people mostly quit the second before they're successful. People don't quit once they're successful. Well, maybe they do because it's retirement. But, you know, some people, you know, the, the, the second they get success, they'll keep on building on it because they feel that moment of, of transaction between being a, uh, uh, an imposter and being somebody who's actually, you know, a person that they can believe that is successful because they feel the success. Um, the, the, now when we also look at things like, look at this podcast here, you know, uh, one of the things it's not perfect. I can definitely tell you that. And, and I do appreciate you guys spending time with me. Uh, but the one thing I really wanted to make sure is that we had speed to get things done because speed is definitely senior to quality. And, and I know a lot of the, our engineer types out there are going to, you know, really kind of balk at this because, and, you, and you're right, if you're building an airplane and we're getting up into to the air, I'm really hoping that you focus on quality over speed. When we're looking at building a business and trying to get inertia in the business, we have to make decisions quickly. And some of those decisions might be, hey, we're going to refocus on, on developing that, that engine and, and making sure that it's, it is stabilized. And that decision to focus on a long-term objective of doing that engine, the speed in which we make that decision is going to be something that's really critical. So speed is definitely critical, is definitely senior uh, to quality. And then the other thing is when we look at it is frequency. You know, if you do something, if you do great things and you do it once, that's very different than somebody who does... Uh, the uh, you know good things a thousand times because if somebody does some good things a thousand times that's what's going to create greatness and so we got to make sure that we keep up our frequency when we look at this podcast I'm hoping that you know you see through what I'm doing and I'm leading as an example you know for you guys out there that I'm actually doing what I'm asking for you guys to do as you focus on your business as you focus on your health as you focus on your relationships that you're going to use the methods that we're talking about in here to develop those things because the frequency in which you focus on something is what's going to help you get to the 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 level of success that you're looking for so again if it's successful get it done frequently 
you know, one of the things I do is I love training jujitsu. I train jujitsu, you know, almost every morning, except when I'm traveling, it makes it a little bit difficult. But when I'm, when I'm, uh, at home, I train jujitsu every morning at 5.30. I know that if I do that every single day, I can build up a, 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 a layer of success that, that allows me to keep up with the young guys. Well, sort of, some of them. And, um, and so, but that frequency gives me that nimbleness, that, 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 that repeat uh, muscle memory to be able to, to handle the different obstacles that are thrown at me. Well, this is the same thing happens in business. You know, I, I had a, a person who was talking about management to me the other day, and I, and I thought it was a really cool uh, analogy. And they were talking about, uh, you know, if you had um, a lane and on, you had two barriers on, the, on each side of the lane and you had a little ball that was bouncing in between, and you wanted to try to keep it as close to true as possible to getting to the goal line, the further apart you create those barriers, the more that that ball ball can bounce from side to side and, and create a sideward trajectory while it's moving forward. So if we look at when we're running, running a business and we start to narrow the amount of space between those two barriers on the outside, so the balls, you know, the, the distance it travels side to side, in other words, the distance that it's deviating from its existing path is reduced, the more we can keep it in tune with, with hitting it towards the goal line. So look, when we look at, for example, a business, how often are you managing your people? How often are you having discussions about what, what got done yesterday? What got done last week? What got done last year? Well, if we talk about last year and we look at goals on a yearly basis, we're looking at a very wide chasm between those two barriers. If we talk about what happened today, we're talking about maybe something, or even this hour, we're talking of very narrow parameters on keeping things on target. And so, so those are the things that when we look at it, we're saying that, uh, you know, keeping things frequent, management is something that we need to have frequent, training is something that we need to have frequent, and massive action is something that we need to have frequent. The um, other thing is we have to understand that we are going to make mistakes. So as we are, as we are building our business, we know that we're going to make mistakes. But we have to know this is that there's never going to be one thing that's going to blow everything all up. You know, when you're starting a relationship with somebody, yeah, you might say the wrong thing. That's okay. You can try to find a way to figure it out and solve it. If you're, you're trying to develop a, a, you know, some sort of product and you make a mistake, well, guess what? You can always go back to the drawing board and rebuild it. The greatest thing about being a child is building stuff with Lego, because guess what? You can build it with Lego. Your, your young brother or sister can come in the room and stamp on it, knock it over. And guess what? You can build that thing again. Nothing's going to make it that, uh, that you can, you know, blow that one deal. And you're always going to be able to move forward to be able to, to fix that and move it, move it in the right way. And the last thing is, is you have to be, you have to be dominant. You know, one of the things you don't want to be in is a situation that you're competing with everybody. You want to be in a perspective that you are dominating the space that you're in. And the way to do that is to be omnipresent. You need to be on all things. And, you know, that's where I want to, you know, shamelessly state that one of the things about being on this podcast is showing to, to everybody who I'm, you know, coaching and, and I'm leading is that I'm leading from the front. When I say, you know, the whole goal is to get out there, get a message out, get some attention. Uh, you know, I'm doing the same things. And, and you know what, I'm going to continue continually do those same things and build a brand. You know, a brand has a lot more value than buying leads on the internet because a brand has, it has attraction to it. Where buying leads is the second that the, that, that lead well dries up, you know, you're going to have to jump and try to try to test all these other lead wells to bring them in. Whereas when you create a brand and that brand represents something that the people who do business with you or the people who are in relationship with you, because let's face it, you have a brand for your company and you have a brand for yourself, both professionally and personally. And people are going to be in business with you and they're going to be in relationship with you because of your personal brand.
And so that brand that you carry, you want to make sure that it's omnipresent. That when people go out there and they see that brand, they're like, they can identify it immediately with you. And that brand stands for something. And so you've got to make sure that that, uh, that is something that happens there. So, so I hope, you know, from the starting point, we've given a little bit of value here. The next thing I kind of want to get into is a little bit more on the identification of how you hit your market for your marketing perspective. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I, I definitely, when I, when I did this big pivot and, and again, I, I give a lot of credit to Grant Cardone and there's, there's a lot of people in his network, you know, like there's the, you know, uh, uh, all the people in the books that you'll see behind me. If you, if you're looking at the YouTube video, of this. But, you know, um, one of the things that he said was marketing is senior to sales. And when you think about a salesperson, if a salesperson is not underpinned by a really good rock solid marketing uh, uh, action, it's, it's, it's like sales is like trying to catch a butterfly. And, and a salesperson has themselves a little net and they're running around in the field trying to catch that butterfly by jumping up and down and, and chasing the butterflies through the field. It takes a lot of energy. What marketing is, is marketing is saying, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to build a garden and that it's going to take some time to build that garden. It's not going to happen right away, but we're going to build this garden and in the garden, there's going to be these flowers that are going to blossom and the butterflies are just going to come to us and they're going to land on our flowers and they're going to keep on coming back to us every single year. That's what marketing does. Marketing is something where you're going to create attraction to you. So then people don't have to, you don't have to go chasing them. So to do that, in order to create something that people are attracting, attracted to, you've got to say, well, well, what kind of butterflies, what kind of people do you want to attract? Now, most people, you know, will, will, will look at the market and say, well, everybody. Well, if you're trying to attract everybody at the beginning, especially if you're small, it's going to be very difficult, right? And then you're going to probably attract nobody. What I would do is look to say, what does that perfect client look like to you? You know, and, and generally you judge it from the perspective of high value. Now, again, when we talk about from relationship side of things, that, that could be, what does that perfect best friend look like to you? What does that perfect uh, relationship uh, partner look like to you? From a business perspective, it could be, what is that that's going to produce the highest yield in your business, right? So you need to identify those, those, the, the, that, that, that avatar of what you're, you're looking for. Once you do that, then you got to say, well, well, where do they exist? You know, are they, is that avatar pretty easy to find? Because if you can't find that person, if they're impossible to locate, you know, you're going to have a very hard time trying to, to attract them because you're, you know, it's like I've been out in the backfield, uh, you know, looking for four leaf clovers. I mean, four leaf clovers are great, but man, if I was really looking for a three leaf clover, I'd do so much better. So, you know, you've got to look to see, you know, sometimes if you change your in pivot, what you're looking for, because it's easier to find, that's going to produce a higher yield within your business. Um, so you've got to find an, an ideal client that is easier to find typically. Now, if you're in selling, you know, mass spectrometers to a very specific market and, you know, that is, that is what you're doing, I, I get it, you know, and you've just got to identify that's what it is and that's what you're working to go, go towards. Um, and then you've got to look and say, you know, is that person who's that perfect avatar that you're able to locate, are they going to be around for a while? Because what you don't want to have is you don't want to have a fad approach to your business that you're, you're going out or a fad approach to whatever you're looking for. Because if you're going out and trying to find something that's here today, gone tomorrow, that doesn't create good sustainability because sometimes your marketing efforts are going to take time. And by the time you've created enough of a garden to grow, uh, that it can attract, you know, they're gone. They're, they, you know, that, uh, that species is out.
they're extinct. And so you want to make sure that, uh, that they're going to be around for a while. Then you want to make sure that you're actually solving something of real value. You know, people buy things for many different reasons. And, you know, one of the biggest reasons that people buy things for is to solve a pain. You know, if somebody has pain, you know, they're definitely going to, 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 to be making a decision to solve that pain. You know, if I'm in a situation that, uh, you know, my, 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 my arms cut off, I want to find a doctor who's going to, going to help either sew that arm back on or, 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 you know, give me a really good stump. And so, you know, you've, you've, you know, I'm not going to be kind of sitting around kind of uh, on the couch wondering, uh, you know, maybe I'll just watch this next episode of the Kardashians or whatever. And so pain is one of the biggest motivators, uh, you know, and if you can find what really is the true pain, usually there's one thing that your clients, uh, your, your perfect clients looking for to get solved. And if you can hone in on that one thing, you've got a really strong message to be able to reach out to them. You really want to hone in on their pain. And, um, you know, I mean, I, if I throw a couple other things out there, you know, if, if pain is one thing, pleasure is the next. Let's face it, the pleasure industry is one of the dominant industries in the world today. You know, people will spend, uh, you know, and people will watch, they'll spend uh, currency, time on one of the biggest things, which is pleasure. I mean, if you're out there, you know, you're starting a, a, a YouTube channel on some drivel that is, you know, say cats with, cu you know, cats that are afraid of cucumbers, you know, that that'll get, you know, watched a million times. But the person who's got the, the you know, the way to solve world, you know, world peace or, you know, world hunger or whatever is, uh, you know, that'll get watched once. A pleasure always comes first and immediate gratitude, immediate gratification. You know, some people are definitely looking for that. So if it's not pain, then the second thing is definitely pleasure. You know, the third things that people look for are things that are community. You know, a lot of people will buy things because they want to be part of a community. You know, people will come to the gym uh, because they want to be surrounded, you know, by people who are either like-minded or people that they want to be like. And so they, they, they come to the gym for a, a definitely to, you know, for the pain of working out uh, and for the pleasure of looking good. But the big thing that they're coming for is the sense of community. They want to be around people that are going to support them because they want to have a community of, uh, of, 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 of like-minded people. Uh, the other thing too is is they they'll do it for status. So you know when you look at things like a gold watch or a, or a expensive car or you know any of these things that are out there, you know a lot of people will buy things for the purposes of getting a, a position of status. So it makes them feel elevated when they get it. They want altitude by buying uh, whatever you're selling. If, you know by being your friend. If being your friend gives them altitude in an, in a in, a, in an area, they're definitely going to be in a situation where that's going to be something they're going to buy in. So people, they'll make a decision for pain, for pleasure, for community, and for altitude. And, and I think those are, are four things that if you hone on on any of those things, pain being the number one, all the other ones subordinate to that, if it hits all four, man, like you're going to crush it with your offer, uh, especially if you target that to your, your um, perfect avatar who's easy to reach that is able to make a decision, has, 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 has available capital, and is a business going to be around for a while, and that you're going to be able to draw them to you. Um, you know, the next thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that when you're, when you're, you're honing in on them, you really want to get demographics about them and, and really dial in on who they are, maybe who they might've done decisions with before, uh, maybe why they would have done decisions with them, why they don't do decisions with them, you know, everything about them that you can learn. And really write down all of those things um, uh, to get them. And and you know you know you can do different things to reach out. 
you know, we can talk a little bit about the, 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 the activity of marketing, but I think if you can get this high level stuff down first, I think that's the most important thing and write that stuff down because if you can write it down, it becomes actually real. So I'd go back and listen to this podcast again and, and, and really, you know, get all of those elements put together. And then you can move to these next, uh, four or five things here to be able to, um, put together an offer and, and, and reach out, you know, and when you're reaching out, I mean, easiest way, if, if you're a company, if you're a person under a hundred thousand dollars, you're going to want to bootstrap and bootstrap means you're going to get on the phone and you're going to call people. You're going to go into Instagram. You're going to start DMing people. You're going to go to Facebook groups and start uh, networking in Facebooking groups. You're going to go on Alignable. I'm, I'm going to tell you Alignable is one of the, the the best platforms out there right now for being able to go out and network with people. If you feel, um, and find, find me in Alignable. we got a great group that we're building out there. Um, but if you feel you need to, to practice talking with people, uh, Alignable's got this new thing called Smart Connect, which has been a, an amazing way for for from you know me to hone a couple of the different things that I'm working on uh, and talking with with new people. So I would say any of those things that you can do from a bootstrapping perspective, if you're under a hundred thousand dollars, if you're under a half a million, and you're not ready to spend that marketing dollars necessary to get to the next level, uh, I would say definitely get out and and cold call. And cold call can happen in many different ways, knocking on doors, picking up the phone, DMs, alignable, Facebook outreaches, you know, all these different ways. Um, you want to underpin that obviously through all your activities from all your social media. Let's face it, social media is something that that is out. If 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 you're saying I'm having a problem with marketing and then we go on your Facebook and, and there's nothing about your business on your Facebook page, you're really doing yourself a, de a deficit. Facebook is there to be produced. It's not there to be consumed. If you want to be successful in social media, you need to produce more than you consume. That is a fact. If you're if you're out there and you're and and you can look and you can say I've been on Facebook and I think they give you stats every week or so about how much you've been on Facebook uh, or Instagram or whatever it is. If your stats are saying that you're consuming you know an hour or two or three hours a day and you're not producing the same amount per day. You're a consumer. You're not a business. And and I would say do a pivot on that and really put a lid on the amount of time you spend consuming, unless it's purposeful consumption, saying that I'm, I'm going to spend an hour at the specific time in the day, time block, I'm going to spend an hour at the specific time of the day, and I'm going to find the best ways that the most successful people are creating creating videos, just like what Mr. Mr. Beast did. He was honed in. I mean, it's a great episode with him and, and Joe Rogan. I highly suggest go out and watch that uh, or listen to that because it's just a, it's a great breakdown of what he did to start getting himself massively successful. And so, uh, but that definitely, you know, it was, it was, he was very purposeful when he was on consumption and then he was very action oriented when he was on production. Um, the next thing is, is produce, you know, tons of content. Like we just talked about, like we want, you've got to be omnipresent in all the spaces. And what that does, it gives you a lot of social proof. So when people can go out and see you and they see you're on Instagram, they see you're on threads, they see you're on uh, uh, Twitter or X spaces, they see you're on uh, Alignable, they see you're on LinkedIn and, and all these different sources that gives you a lot of credibility. And, and it also creates, it starts creating that, 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 that flower bed to start drawing the butterflies in. And so, um, you know, because let's face it, the next one is if you, if you, if you just want to skip all of that, I mean, you, I think you still got to do that, but if you want to start to, to pay to play paid ads, you know, I mean, let's face it, uh, you know, the, the friend of mine over there at Cardone's office, who's spending $5 million a month, you know, that certainly is creating a lot of attention. Uh, but you, you're only able to spend $5 million a month if you're making more than that. 
significantly more than that. And so, so that's something that uh, is, is something that is important. Now, if you can create enough attention out there that people can trust in you with your social proof, the last one that is, is sort of a, a I think can beat out the paid ads is uh, affiliates and partnerships. Find people out there to, to co-promote with. You know, you, you've, and, and we'll talk about that a little bit because I think it's really important, um, you know, to see that there's many different ways to build those partnerships. Uh, you can build those partnerships by just, you know, having them, you know, market your product through promoting co-branding on theirs. You can do things where you jump on their podcast, like for example, this guy's podcast and, and really kind of get your name out there and, and, and hone your skills of talking to groups. You can get onto stages and, and start talking at conferences and start talking at different meets and, and really start building a brand value. Now that brand value is really important as brand value that surrounds about you. And, uh, and, and I think that's important. I think that's a lost art. There was a, a book, uh, Tom Peters, I think it was uh, brand you that, uh, came out a long time ago. And, and I think, you know, the whole idea of the influencer was really, uh, sort of the birth of it sort of came from, from his ideas of, of talking around, uh, you know, building up that personal brand and how that personal brand is just as important as your corporate brand. And, uh, so I think, you know, if you can do all of those things, uh, underpinning with all of the first elements of, of how to define who your client is and, and being able to reach your client, I think you're going to create a really good, good marketing. And, uh, we can get into a, a little bit later on, uh, talking, uh, in a few episodes, we're going to be talking about some of the actual mechanics. Uh, but I think the, the, the concepts are senior to the mechanics. And if you can get the concepts in, in place, because the mechanics are going to constantly change. You know, Facebook will be around for a while. Instagram will be gone. And then, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Meet or, or whatever it is. There was that old one. Uh, places might come up. I mean, there's all these different things that will come up and go down. And so the mechanics are something that change. But the, but I think the, the, ide the ideology behind it, I think, is something that is you got to know that. And it's senior to the mechanics. Um, so with that guys, I hope we've provided enough value for today for you to start off building your marketing program. And I'm super excited to see what you guys come up with. Uh, hit me up on Instagram, hit me up on Facebook, hit me up on Alignable. Love to see you guys join some of our meetups there. We do this thing called smart connect where you can network with people in five minute increments, practice your pitch get that laid down and it's all for free and, uh, and love to see you guys there and be part of the community. So thank you so much. Triple N nation money mindset mentoring podcast. We are out and we'll see you next week. We've got an amazing guest coming in and we will talk to you soon. <laughs>